Hi, everyone. This is Melissa. And Kate. And Lainey. And we are the The Louisiana Louisiana Ladies. We are so glad you are here. Check us out on Instagram at Louisiana Ladies Podcast and visit us online at laladies.info. This episode is sponsored by my firm, Falcon Winkler, CPAs and business advisors. We are committed to proactively serving the well-being of our clients to achieve their business goals. We go beyond the numbers to provide personalized service tailored to each client. From outsourced accounting, income tax planning, to retirement services. You can find more information about the firm at www.fw-cpa.com. Like we're pros. It's like we know what we're doing. Just a little. Or Lainey. All right, guys, uh, we have a catch-up episode for you today. Our uh, lovely co-host will be in in just a minute if she doesn't get lost in the office. Momentarily. Yes, but Lainey and I are on a tight schedule, so we wanted to go ahead and get started. Yes. Um, So the first thing that I want to say is we have a May book of the month. Woohoo! And... I have been, Lainey, I have been in a little bit of a book rut. Really? Which I've been reading, but it's almost like the books I've been reading, I'm having to force myself to read. Gotcha. That's not my favorite. No. And it happens from time to time. Yeah. I did start following, um, it's like Beach Reads and Bubbly on Instagram. Oh, cute. You know, I've really dwindled down the people I follow on Instagram, and so like she... She just posts reviews on books. Now. I like it. And I think her and I kind of have the same style. So anyway, the book of the month for May is, you know, I just don't think you can go wrong with Colleen Hoover. Yeah, you really can't. It's November 9. And what's interesting to me about Colleen Hoover is she's the one who wrote Verity. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of a little bit of a thriller. I haven't read that one yet, but I've heard about it. It was a little scary. A little scary, yeah. Okay. So I um, started this one on Saturday, and today is Monday, and I I will be going home right after we finish recording this. That's why we're on a tight schedule, because I need to finish this book. I stayed up till 11 o'clock last night. That's late for you. That is late for me to stay up reading and not yeah. go to sleep. So this book, something happened that I was not expecting. Okay, I think that she is really good at twists. It was plot to me a plot twist okay and so maybe, yeah may, I was gonna say maybe I'm just really naive I'm totally naive but I was reading um oh well, well, there was one of her books that I read and it, it was the same thing it was like something came out of left field that I was just not expecting at all I was not expecting this now I do feel like I've told my friend Allison before um Allison shout out to you that I'll read one of these books and she's like no I saw that coming and I'm like no I didn't I did yeah, not see it coming. Ugly Love is the one I was thinking. Yes. Of. I've probably read five or six Colleen mm-hmm. books. Okay. So on Goodreads, I'm sorry. Goodreads is my tried or true. Yes. Their ratings are pretty accurate. I mean, I think when that many people give their honest reviews of a book, there has to be some similarities. Goodreads rating is 4.21 stars. That's high. 795,738 ratings. Like, that many people 69, can't be 69,242 written reviews. Wow. Okay, so let's talk about what it's about. I'm going to read this because, you know, okay. I'm working on my... Um, Public speaking. Yes, I am. And reading things and not, you know, like, rushing. 
Fallon meets Ben, an aspiring novelist, the day before her scheduled cross-country move. Their ultimate, oh, sorry, their untimely attraction leads, leads them to spend Fallon's last day in Los Angeles together, and her eventful life becomes the creative inspiration Ben has always sought for his novel. Over time and amidst the various relationships and tribulations of their own separate lives, they continue to meet on the same date every year. Until one day, Fallon becomes unsure if Ben has been telling her the truth or fabricating a perfect reality for the sake of the ultimate plot twist. So, I'm going to finish this, but when I was reading this, I was like, that doesn't really tell me that much about the book. Right. Okay. So then it says, can Ben's relationship with Fallon and simultaneously his novel be considered a love story if it ends in heartbreak? Question mark. I don't know how it ends and I'm not going to tell you. I feel like those synopsis have to be vague yeah and it makes me think of when we had Lindsay duga on and she was saying you know they're limited to so many words that they can use they have to really make those words count so i feel like they can't give away too much yes no and but i'm just saying it was this is the thing about colleen's books you know because me and colleen were friends oh yeah um literally it doesn't take that many pages to kind of get sucked in yeah that's true so the past couple of books that i've read and I will, you know, I don't have any sort of stake in the game. Um, that took me a while was romantic comedy. Okay. I've never even heard of that. Well, it was like my book club book, I think. My book of the month. Okay. Hey, Kate. Hello. I'm trying to project. Uh, we, you found your way. Did someone have to? Oh, somebody had to help me. Okay. <laughs> I can't do it on my own. <laughs> uh, but romantic comedy, I mean, it was okay. It took me like a week to get into 100 pages, and that's not normal for Yeah, Missy that's team. not like you. No, I'm normally, I'm normally speedy. Uh, Georgie All Along was another one that seemed really cute, and it wasn't, you know? So I've had a, I've had a few book busts, but it's okay. I don't know. I'm, I've already almost done with the May book. Okay, but how are you and doing it's not on even your May? Um, if you had a few book Bus. Well, I mean, how are you doing on them. your goal? Well, yeah, that's is it has it slowed a, you down? Yes, yeah, yes, considerably. I figured. Okay, it is <laughs> very distressing. Distressing. It's very stressful. So I have read thirteen of my fifty-two books, which means, according to Goodreads, I am three books behind schedule. <gasps> oh, that's kind of a lot. But, but I was going to say you read some thick girls because <laughs> you read um, *Lilac Girls* was long. Yes, it was four hundred fifty pages. I want to say maybe the book before that was long as well. So, so you've been reading so a lot of pages. Yeah. So now I'm trying. Yeah. I know. So can Goodreads? Okay. Here's the deal. Why can't we do a number of pages? Yeah. 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 I mean, because Court of Thorns and Roses, one of those books was Massive. 800 pages. That should be two books. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but don't worry. I will get it. I was going to say, like, do we're you have just a being beach trip girls. this summer? Um, I feel like that's where you can make up lost time. Somewhat. I will tell you, we are going to go to the river for Memorial Day, okay. and but the family won't be there. So that gives me oh, a ton yes. of time to read. Yes. Um, so we're going to do that. No, I'm dedicated now. Yeah. Like, I'm doing nothing. I stayed up till 11 o'clock last night, Kate. Oh, do you know how like, <laughs> you give her a goal and she will achieve oh, it? Oh, I am the somebody else told me that here. They were like, You you, you do realize if you put your yeah, mind you're to very it, you do goal it. oriented. I'm like, I know, I wish I wasn't like that because it's really exhausting yeah. sometimes. But hey, public speaking, it, we're manifesting that. Yes, I have let's see, I have a I have, well, I've got like a retirement um, 
plant it presentation counts. Counts. for a yeah. national virtual conference in May. Okay, that's amazing. Um, I'm going to go speak. Okay, here we go. We're going to manifest this. We're going to use yes. Louisiana ladies. Okay, so the other thing I'm really passionate about is effective leadership. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm not a perfect leader because you will never be a perfect leader. But I but love... she is effective. Yeah. Lainey was like, you're effective, Melissa. I think Thanks, so. Yeah. So um, I got asked to go speak to a group in Baton Rouge. It's about 200 employees, but they have 20 managers that are kind of, for lack of better words, fumbling their way through this management thing. Okay. So it's kind of like a workshop slash presentation. And you're going to facilitate it? Yeah, I totally sold them on it. I love Wait, it. I mean, I sold okay. I'm doing it out of the kindness of I my heart. I will say that's but, yeah. pretty incredible that they like as a company can look within and say, we need help in this area. Yeah. So the That's managers, really my understanding, so one of our partners here suggested me. He was like, I know boundaries is your, yes. like your passion. And I was like, no, but leadership is actually the other passion presentation. Yeah. Passion. Pro- that Look we, at that yeah, alliteration. Look, God, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's just like second nature. And so he recommended me and I had a talk with this, um, the executive director and she was like, our managers just really, want some help and I'm like I love that yeah so which means I got to put together um you know like a workshop yeah I like it that's gonna in have June handouts in June. oh I'm totally having handouts <laughs> you're in, <laughs> in uh, the big leagues so July I'm going to speak at a conference in Destin Ooh, nice. That's why she's kind of going to the beach. Okay, gotcha. So we're kind of going to the beach there. But me and Patrick, we're doing our mountain vacation in August. Okay. that I got plenty of time to read. Yeah, you can make up for lost time. Nobody's on maternity leave anymore. Nice, they're all back. The crawfish boil had nothing but babies, and it was fun. So much. Yes, I'll have to show you, Kate, the pictures of all of them lined up. There was lots of babies. Oh, and lots of you know walkable children. Yeah, they were they were everywhere. You so turned. it's like a family crawfish boil. That yes, you yeah. This is different from the Christmas party, right? Yes, correct. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if ever anybody's better behaved, but you yeah, know, it's, but a, it's a three hour crawfish boil. We all no, left the it was like, better behaved because people had to go take their babies home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's see. I fed Cooper Melanson. And uh, it was kind of funny. So Casey, you know, was a former, well, he works for us, but a former Louisiana lad and Mm -hmm. him and his wife were kind of standing there. And I was like, no, y'all go enjoy yourself. Like this is not this. I don't get to feed babies. This is, this is easy for me. It always does crack me up that, I mean, you're a mom, you remember this, like an eight pound baby. When you first hold him, you're kind of like, oh, you're so cute. And then after like 20 minutes, you're like, man, you get kind of heavy. Yeah. So uh, I held Cooper. What? Are, oh, I held Eli. Haley's. Oh. I, it, me and Eli are actually you have to in the, hold all in the, the Sentinel babies in the staff picture. Haley was. I said, Aww. do you want to hold him? And Haley goes, no. <laughs> Eli's her second. And then, really, one of my true loves is Charlie Lazarone. That's Aww. Scott's baby. All well, these he's boys. like what three now? I know. Don't have a tendency. Do you see this? This is what I mean. I have yeah. five nephews. Yeah. Well, she has to give Charlie the attention because they just had little Eloise. Okay. Charlie is not having it. No. Oh, so Charlie's no. eighteen months. Okay, that was me when my sister was born, and similar. Charlie, you know. he is not having it. He because he was the king. Yes, and he was. So Eloise, we're totally talking about Scott's family. I might have to ask him if it's okay. <laughs> but little Eloise came a couple of weeks early. She was in the NICU for a couple of weeks, continuing to make the good yeah, progress uh-huh. and pass all the markers. And so I asked but Scott she whenever tiny. she's tiny. But I asked Scott 
whenever Eloise was in the NICU, I was like, does Charlie have any concept of what's going on? Has he been to see her? And he's like, Charlie is living his best life in Charlie land. Like, yeah. my parents came down. Morgan's parents came down. Well, then Char- they bring Eloise home. <gasps> and he should like, see this video. Nope. Oh, you I'll should show, I'll see show you the video. video. Okay, I'm It's excited. like 45 seconds of him basically walking everywhere in the den except to see her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he was pouty at the crawfish boil, right? Okay. And so then he kind of started to be okay. And then I walked him over to the golf course because he loves golf. And he kept going golf, golf, and getting Aww. on the, the little golf carts and everything. I understand his journey because I also was, you, you would, I was the queen. Like, my parents were told they would never have children. So, like, I was their miracle. I was their dream come Lizzie, true. Lizzie, is your sister? I, Lizzie is younger than I am. Okay, okay. So, um, so then when my sister came along and surprised everybody, um, including me, uh, I was not having it because, like I said, I was – I was the queen. I got all the attention. I got all the things. And then they brought in this, this thing, other creature that demanded a lot of, te- of attention from my parents, specifically what's, what's my the, mom. What's the age difference? Um, almost exactly two years. Okay. So, so around the same. Me and my sister were two and a half years. I need to ask my parents how I acted yeah. when they brought me Oh, in. I called her that baby. I would not call her Lizzie or the baby, that baby. And I suggested that they throw her in the garbage can. Oh, that was. See, I was that baby. So <laughs> I was the one that then stole all of the attention from Tyler. So what's interesting is when my brother was born, I was six and I thought my brother was the cutest thing. And I was also at that age where I was like definitely still playing with baby dolls. So like my brother mm-hmm. was like a real, a real life baby, baby doll. doll. I don't remember being jealous. I could have been jealous with Megan. I don't really remember. Um, so Scott said this when they brought Eloise home, he said that his mom said that psychologists say that, that when you bring another baby home, it would be the equivalent. Okay. Just the equivalent. I'm not saying this is like, we can take this scenario just to the baby's brain, just to the baby's brain brain as a, in Scott's world, right, it would be like him bringing home another wife and telling Morgan, I love her just as much as you, and yeah. she's going to stay here for yes. a while. Okay? Yeah. Again, as <laughs> I was on a the similar journey to Charlie, this all tracks for me. I'm like, that actually does make <laughs> sense. Like, yeah. I mean, the point is, it's like to, to think about that. But um, yeah. so our crawfish boil had nothing but babies, and it was so much fun. It was yeah. a good time. They asked me if I would watch all six of them at once, and I said no. No. <laughs> boundaries right and <laughs> six is a lot okay yeah. I watched my three little nephews one time for about four hours and me and Patrick were like and they were young yeah like Cooper and Major were probably 18 months with Connor well they might have been two and a half years Connor might have been a year and me and Patrick felt like we lived an entire lifetime in that four hours yeah, you did you did <laughs> yeah so it was fun okay I'm, I've got I have things to talk about. Okay, I'm excited. I like these stickers that are before me. Well, it's for um, our podcast um, planning okay. desktop calendar Love over it. there, Kate. Okay, so Kate, guess what I did yesterday? In addition to almost what? Yes, I'm... no. I was gonna say you made me really proud yesterday. Well, are you about to talk about yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. okay what she did a very Laney inspired activity. Oh, did you make a, a vision board? I, <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Okay. So this is why I'm proud of myself. Now, again, it's my first one I've ever done. Yeah. Look at you. Okay. Oh, uh, I love this. Missy's vision board. Yeah, I know. I was, I was a nerd. I labeled it. Like, <laughs> no, I love like, it. I was like, well, you know, it's a lot of space and I couldn't cut the board. Yeah. Laney gave me, I had to pull up your team's message. <laughs> Oh. When you told me what you get. Okay. 
Oh, okay. So this is funny. So we had Friday and we had Friday and Saturday off. We had Friday off of work. Right. And weirdest thing, for some reason on Friday, I was anxious. I have no idea why I was really? anxious. I don't know if it's because I was out of my routine. If I woke up and it was like rainy, if Patrick was at work. So I was maybe because- in my brain being at home by myself while it was rainy seemed great. And then I kind of got a little like in a funk. Yeah. Yeah. Is that weird? I could, no, I can no, see that. No, I was going to ask. It's probably because you aren't used to being by yourself. Like yeah. on a Friday. Yeah. You know. But I, in my brain, I thought it, it sounded was going nice. to be nice. Yeah. So I made Patrick invite me to lunch at Portobello's with him and his brother. Ooh. Oh, good. So, and then like, this is also the thing. We had somebody come and we're, we're going to expand on our patio. And uh, I didn't know if Patrick was going to come home. And then I, whenever he came home, I was so excited. And he'd only been gone for three hours. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Missy, like, what is wrong with you? You love I don't him. Know. I think I was just, I don't know. I was in a mood. So I didn't do much on Friday. And then Saturday, he had to go to a fishing tournament. And I kind of, like, ran some errands and stuff like that. But then Sunday, I was like, I'm going to Hobby Lobby. Okay? This is my thought. That will get you out of a funk. But Hobby Lobby's closed on Sunday. Oh, that is true. <laughs> I'm messaging Marta. I'm like, I'm going to Hobby Lobby. I pulled up Lainey's Teams thing. I have this magazine thing that I ordered from Amazon. I'm just going to go get the stuff. And then I'm going to start the vision board. So Hobby, I pull up to Hobby Lobby and I'm like, oh my God, did they go out of business? Oh no. <laughs> and then I pull up. You're like, like, dang it. I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A and pick up some lunch. So I went to Michael's. Uh, I did not abandon. This is typical. Yes. I went to Michael's. Adjust. And got the, like, the phone. Is it, like, the phone board? Mm -hmm. It's like a poster board, yeah. It's, like, like a thick thick one. one. Yeah. And um, bought some Sharpie markers and some stickers, some letter stickers. Okay. Not really knowing what I was going to go home and do. And, of course, in pure Missy fashion, I had to go home and Google and look up how do you start a vision board? What what are these steps? Okay. Step one, have a vision. No, but I will tell you, one, one website I went to basically said, you know, write down your goals. I had already done that. I had already kind of mm-hmm. like you had said, I write down things. So I'd literally written down my goals, presenting, growing our consulting business at Sentinel, going on a mountain vacation, like all these things. So I had all that at least written down. Then the other, the other, tri- you know, because I've done it once. So now I'm an expert, everyone. Yes. Okay. Yes. But now you will thing- speak on it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> just got to do it once. Um, the other thing they said is just cut out pictures that speak to you. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. don't categorize them. Now this book did have some categories, which was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't categorize them. Just cut yeah. them out and kind of pile them up. Because at first I was thinking I was going to have like eight categories, but I ended up only with five by the time it was said and done. five is perfect. Yeah. So careers at the top. And then travel, relationship. Oh, sorry, four. Travel, relationships, health and wellness. I kind of lumped in travel and hobbies, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, took me three hours. I think it's great. Did it make you feel so good to step back and look at it? Yes. Yeah. She said she's getting an A plus. Yeah, Patrick you, wanted to know because I was so, you know, because I can't do it. I'm, not, I'm never, I wish I could half-ass stuff. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Unrealistic expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Patrick goes, um, are you going to get graded on that? And I was like, I yes. am. And I'm going to get an A plus. Thank you very much. There you go. So I agree. I, A plus. I, okay. So, I mean, you're supposed to do this really, I think, at the beginning of the year. So I'm four months Look. late, but whatever. No, that's you fine. You can start anew at any point. Yeah. yeah. It put a lot of things in perspective. Uh-huh. Did it feel good to get it out of your brain and yes. on to the paper? Yes. That's what it helps me declutter my brain. Yes. And just like. But so like what out. I kind of ended up doing was I didn't 
it wasn't like I put on here public speaking, right? It just like my brand. I want to build more brand awareness. Open your own business. I mean, I am a business owner, but to mm-hmm. me, that's like Louisiana ladies. Like, mm-hmm. so I didn't necessarily, yeah. I was kind of proud of myself that I didn't take everything so literal. Yeah. I have an idea because I can. I can make mistakes. Like all yeah. of those things encompass what I'm trying to do. So I go, love it. I'm me. so proud yes. of you. Proud Am I glowing? I'm this is your palm. Sweating. You're proud of yourself moment. Yes. Yeah. We'll see how I feel next week. <laughs> you just have to look at it and then be reminded. Yeah. So I'm trying to decide if I want to keep that in my home office because that's really where like I mm-hmm. do a lot of my creative mm-hmm. presentation type I think work. you should. Yeah. Because then it's in your house, which is like your safe space. Yes. In my office with my dogs. Love it. I think so. Speaking of dogs. Uh-oh. Pepper. Pepper. What is she oh, up to? I knew to it. I knew it. I knew it from your face it was so Pepper. I go to feed her on Friday, and she starts eating, and then she just looks up at me. And I'm like, because I've always joked, which just sounds like a really terrible joke. I'm like, but the day that dog done eats when I know something's really wrong mm-hmm. with her. She she looks at me, and then she looks at her food, and then she looks at me and looks at her food. Like, she's trying to tell me something. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, maybe the food is, like, hurting her teeth because mm-hmm. she does have that little tumor in her gum. Uh-huh. So I wet the food for her, and she ate it all up. Oh, and then oh every, good. every now when we feed her, now she's yes. like. But yeah. now you speak dog. Yeah. Because you yes. figured out what she was I speak, saying. I speak pepper. Yes, that is I, true. I, haven't sp- I can't quite figure out Tucker. He shakes like a leaf. He was throwing up this morning in the backyard Aww, not eating baby i know i think he needs yeah. some doggy prozac patrick's a little resistant to it but yeah i think it would help him yeah what do you think about doggy prozac kate um i've never had a dog that needed it but i think if it will help him with his mental health journey i mean yes. it sounds like because he's your little rescue he's been through some know. things you mm-hmm. know and um you know dogs carry that trauma too you know, they, they carry that trauma. That well, you experience. don't, you don't know what happened to, I don't know what happened to him. Right. I mean, yeah, he, like, I feel like if he was, I think he was definitely abused. I don't know if it was physical abuse or neglect. neglect. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something with the loud noises. Mm-hmm, there is yeah. something with these loud noises that yeah. really just affects him. And it breaks my little heart. Cause he just looks at you like, you know, he just, he will, he will basically crawl into my lap. Oh, like, yeah. And he's like a 40 pound dog, you know? So, okay, we can stop talking about me now and all of my accomplishments. Yeah. Um, no, but we love them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, I texted y'all, what was that, Saturday, oh, that yeah. um, Louisiana Farm Life put together a Teacher Appreciation Week gift package yes. that says you're the goat i love it so much that was and i cute. immediately messaged her to tell her how much i loved it and um i instead of buying the packages that she put together i bought different things and i'm going to put together ones nice. for hartley's teachers and do the card that says you're the goat but the way that she put it together is so adorable this is going to drop on the monday of I think probably when most schools are celebrating Teacher Appreciation Week. I don't know if it's like a nationally recognized thing, but I I see it I on Facebook no and stuff like teachers all over. Tend, it tends to be the same week these days. But mm. anyway, um, if you haven't gotten, you know, because a lot of times the schools will suggest smaller gifts throughout the week, like bring your teacher 50 cents. Did we have Teacher Appreciation Week when we were at St. Joseph's We Academy? didn't. We had beta buddies. Um where, I don't remember getting diddly squat. Oh, see, I remember beta buddies. It was like the best week. And you would get a beta buddy and they would they would pick your the beta club 
the girls would get to sign up for who they wanted. So it was always people who knew you. And so they knew what to get you. Maybe no one signed Missy. up. Missy. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't make, they didn't make somebody pick every team. Like they didn't make sure. Yes, every they did. Was you picked. had a beta buddy. You just don't remember. <laughs> well, then that beta buddy was not memorable. Okay. Speaking of St. Joseph's, guess who I ran into. Aubrey Kukul, cool, you Deja. No. 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 Stacia Antrikane. Nope. Because I ran into her at the Price is Right Live and she got called on down. Oh. Yes, Stacia did. I was like, literally, no, they it's picked like Stacy. Oh. Yeah, it is Stacy. I know. I like to say, I know. I like to say Stacia. I, I got that from Nan Murtag. Okay. No, um, oh, you, get, you get one more guess. Okay, one more guess. Wait. Oh, Jamal Tashiran. That is who it was. <laughs> You're the winner. Yay. Yeah. Uh, saw him at the beer garden because we went there before the crawfish oh, boil. I, oh, yes. Y'all talked for a long was time. He, oh, was he feisty as ever? It, he has. He is the exact same person. And of course, none of our <laughs> listeners, unless you know him and you went to the academy or taught there, literally nothing has changed. I was actually surprised that he recognized me because whenever I taught there, he used to go, oh, you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They talked for a really long time, and so all of us were like, is that a client? Like, yeah. who is that? No, no, it's Tosh, and him and I worked in the same department, yes. and he's um, not a rule follower. I'll put it to you like that. Oh. <laughs> but he's kind of earned his right. If there is any former student or former faculty member of SHA that is listening, they are laughing and rolling their eyes right along with this conversation because, or, you know, even a former parent of somebody who had him as a teacher, yeah. like they just, they know the drill. Or any math teachers out there who deal with him for um, math club going yeah, to the St. Joseph's tournament. Yeah. Anyway, he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Oh, Jamal. I haven't seen him in quite a while. But but what was so funny, and this is going to be really hard to explain. So I haven't seen Taj, who is Jamal. I have not seen him. I mean, I think I might have ran into him once after I left. It's been 10 years. Yeah. And he looked at me like he knew I was going to be there. Just looked at me, kind of did a nod. <laughs> Maybe came he over manifested to me. you. Yeah. <laughs> Doubt it. Um, so anyway, so that was that. It was just kind of interesting that our paths crossed. So, oh, my yeah. gosh. So, Kate, what's been going on with you? You know, um, spring sports are winding down, which is oh. exciting. But that just means that summer sports are about to gear up. Like, it is just that phase of life. For Hartley or for, for you? For Hartley. Okay. Well, I know you do some coaching. Yes. Yeah. Cross country is right around the corner. We have our info meeting for new freshmen coming up, which is exciting. And then summer training is going to start Memorial Day weekend. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. But, you know. Realize. Oh, that yeah. That sounds so intense. It is. It is. And, um, but yeah, so it's just... Just kind of like that phase of life with Hartley where it's like one thing ends, but then two more things begin. Because we did have a short while where we were juggling um, off-season basketball, rec soccer, and um, softball. And we, you know, closed out basketball. We just on Sunday closed out rec soccer. So we've got a few more softball games. But then literally as yesterday, I was like, all right, soccer's done. I get an email about swim team, Mm. which I do love it all and stuff. You know, it's like I said, it is this phase of life. And one day I will miss this busyness and I will miss, you know, these days. But it is keeping me on my toes. All of my friends are in this exact same boat and I am not envious so I was gonna ask does Hartley have a favorite and is there something you could see her like committing to 
Yes. Okay. So that's the other thing too. Being a high school coach, I know that we are just a few short years away. Four, right? Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade fall. We are four year school years away from her pretty much having to decide on, at best, a fall sport and a spring yes. sport. And, yeah. you know, so she could go in, I could see her going in a few different directions. Right now, basketball is probably her favorite. Yeah, we're doing Kim Mulkey's basketball camp again, which was so great last year. You get to meet all the players. Kim is there. But it's it's a, you know, a really quality time, you Mm -hmm. know, like sport-wise. So because of the national championship and increased interest, they've actually opened up a whole other like afternoon session of it. So if you are looking for something to do um, with your girls and they like basketball, check out Kim Mulkey's basketball camp. Um, It comes with high recommendations. But anyway, so she's doing that, doing basketball camp at St. Joseph's. So that'll be a good opportunity for her to meet like Coach Tim over there. And I didn't realize she, I was going to go to swim. Okay, so she loves swim Mm -hmm. too and she's, pretty naturally gifted in swim but you are too um I, I think so I, I took I, to swim I attempted to get yeah. into swimming like you were into swimming yeah. and I'm sorry I could never and see do I it. was gonna say I guess I never can relate to this because my brother and I both grew up in like we were very committed to one activity yeah. that yeah. we did year round and my brother was a very competitive swimmer um but that like is he year did, round he though. did that you're year serious round. about it you're practicing even outside of season right yes for sure so I love that Hartley is getting to try all the things I went to um the the advocate puts on this award ceremony every May it's called Star of Stars and the last one before the pandemic Drew Brees was the keynote speaker and he spoke about having like a diverse experience in sports as a kid and he was pretty hard on specifically travel ball travel uh, yeah I'm in the softball brain travel b- baseball. baseball um which that was Drew Brees' opinion don't at me please um no, but, but that takes up a lot of it's time. a lot of time it's a commitment it, it for these did kids. Yeah. kind of and that was in 2019 when Hartley was in you know ending first grader no ending kindergarten and it embedded in my brain of like really give her the opportunity as best that we can and as much as she wants to to try as many things so she does love swim and she's got a gift for it she really likes soccer and I think she's got good instincts on that field basketball she really loves and then of course with LSU winning the women's national championship it's really been exciting um last summer she went to volleyball camp at St. Joseph love coach CV love the girls she's you know wants to do volleyball next year at St. Jude um you know softball she's been playing t-ball since she was a lot of she's very athletic yeah and she gets that from her dad like Ross can like pick up a sport in like in college he went skiing for the first time on ski trip with all these bougie boys who grew Mm -hmm. up skiing and they're taking him up his first run was like a black diamond and he just I would have fell on my face he just navigated it he's got in heart I see that in Hartley yeah you know and so the good news is I think she's gonna have options when it comes to high school I'm, I'm hoping you know um and so I hope she figures out, you know, is able to figure out what her love is. You know what her love is not, though? Track. Cross country. Cross country. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, Which is fine. 
fine. I like that I can have a space and she can have yeah. a space. We are together a lot, which I love that about us. But I think it's good for us to also have spaces that are our own. I mean, my nephew Cooper is also very athletic. And so I think he's going to also have a challenging time. He's really doing well at track, specifically the hurdles. <gasps> Like, That's amazing because everybody hates hurdling. Like doing so. <laughs> like first place. Yeah. Okay? But I think he's a little concerned about like track isn't like the cool sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's in sixth grade, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think he will kind of struggle a little bit. I was going to say it's cool when you're number one. I'm yeah. Like, oh, it's so awesome. Like I haven't, I haven't, I mean, those track meets are five hours long. So uh, Aunt Missy T does not go, but I get videos and stuff. Yeah. And he's just done really well. And Major's done pretty well in track too. I don't think. I just feel like whenever we were growing up, there either weren't as many options Mm -hmm. or there were too many conflicts. Like, I don't remember. I mean, I played volleyball and then I just moved to tennis. I wouldn't say I was overly overly athletic. I mean, I danced till I was in high school. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, same. I was really committed to dance. And then I famously tried out for the Catholic High Brunettes and did not make the dance Same, team. I, didn't, so I didn't make Bishop Sullivan. All my dreams were shattered. But I always tell the kids when it comes up. we were all dancers. Yeah, yeah. I danced. Um, but, you know, like, if you don't make something that is very character building and, you know, like, disappointment and rejection comes to all of us eventually Mm -hmm. and so to you know get it at a young age whatever team it may be if it's varsity versus jv at middle school ball or not making a team dance team cheer sports in high school it's it's a it's a life lesson for sure i mean so i didn't make the it was csal whenever i was in school i think now they call it varsity and Mm -hmm. junior varsity but it was csal and cyo csal was the one you had to try out for i didn't make the volleyball team sixth seventh and eighth grade I actually only wanted to play CYO I didn't want to be that serious about it but in order to play CYO they made you try try out out. yeah and then get the rejection letter and then get up and then walk out the, (laughs) the gym okay so that was three years in a row and then I didn't make dance team two years in a row and then I finally junior year of high school decided I was going to try out for the tennis team and I made that I Look love at you. it I'm telling you it's where it's why I am the person I, I am was today. gonna say that's very you right yeah you know yeah you know you can let things get you down a little bit yeah. but I almost had a, like an opposite experience I was just talking to some friends about this recently that like I didn't really have a very big rejection thing. This is like a tangent, but I didn't have like a That's big rejection love our ketchup episode. until yeah. college. And that was really hard for me because like I, looking back, I was by no means like a professional quality ballerina, but like everything I auditioned for at my dance studio, I got mm-hmm. what I wanted. Like mm-hmm. I was a soloist. I had all of these Megan things. Major. <laughs> I was like a straight A student. Like I just never had that. And then when I got to college and I didn't get in the sorority that I wanted, I like oh, the had world no was idea yeah. how to deal. Yeah. I'm gonna just tell a story about Megan Major Shram. Okay, that's my little <laughs> sister. So she was also the same. She was athletic. She made the teams. I'll be honest with you. I still think sometimes that these Catholic schools, it can be a little bit of who you know. I'm just call, I'm calling a spade a spade. Honestly, anywhere probably. Anywhere. Yeah. I got a job here because David Winkler knew my brother. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Connections help. Connections sure. help. But I mean, Megan wasn't, I mean, sixth grade, it wasn't like she was like working yeah. the connections. But I just mean like. <laughs> Megan she, out there networking. Yeah. She had, and, 
and don't get me wrong, she was good. Like mm-hmm. she she deserved to make the team, but I can't remember what she didn't make. I don't know if it was choir. I cannot remember. She did not get accepted into something, and it was five years after she had been accepted and made mm-hmm. the teams and stuff like that. And I'm like, Psh. like yeah, <laughs> I'm used to this. Big deal. <laughs> But my dad actually sat me down. He was like, Megan hasn't, ex- I'm sorry, Megan, I love you. But Megan hasn't experienced that. And mm-hmm. we all do. Yeah. And it's, it's not a matter of if you're going to experience it. Yeah, It's, it's just when. when. Yeah. Sometimes earlier is better, mm-hmm. but sometimes it just depends on the yeah. person. Yeah. I, I mean, I said this, I alluded to this, and my high school friends kind of were like, they were like, Missy, but high school was our best time because we all became friends. I was like, yeah, except for freshman year when I was bullied. Aww. You know, and it wasn't like physical bullying. It was definitely like the psychological. Yes. Yeah. But I luckily I had I'll never forget this. I had a conversation. This was whenever you got like whenever you would get your own phone number at your house. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do that? Oh, yeah. Me and Megan had our own phone number. Yeah, this Lizzie, is landlines. Yeah. Landlines. Wait, so we, but we had a landline, but we only had one phone number. I know. It was the cool thing when we were growing oh. up to get yeah. like your But like, own did number. you have a cell phone when you got to high school? Yes. Yeah, wait, okay. we didn't have that. We didn't have that. And we, didn't so, even, we barely had pagers. Like, when a boy wanted to call your house, oh, yeah. he had to talk he to your parents. He had to talk to your oh, yeah, parents. dad talks about that. Right? And, like, that was horrifying on both ends. First of all, you don't want your parents talking to your boyfriend, and he doesn't want to talk to them. So if you could talk your parents into getting a second, second line. line. And normally, like, if you were with AT&T, they gave, it was, like, $10 a month, like, super cheap or whatever. So yeah. then what we would do, and this is going to sound okay. We would have conversations. We called it three-way. Yes. <laughs> yes. terrible now that I think about it. But it would be like, I would call Kate, and Kate would be like, okay, I'm going to call Lainey. And so mm-hmm. like, she jumps to the other line, calls <gasps> That's you. That's what happened on Mean Girls. Yes. They sabotaged and her. Okay. Yes. So to this day, I will ne- – and I don't, I don't even know if my high school friends still – my best friends still listen to this. But, I mean, it was probably like end of my freshman year, maybe sometime in my sophomore year – and these two guy friends of mine that I've become close to, we end up all getting on the phone and they're telling me everything that this girl that I'm perceiving to be my best friend is saying behind my back. Okay. Oh. Like, and I don't think they meant it. I didn't get that. They weren't, I didn't feel like they were basically telling me you need to stop being friends with yeah, her. Yeah. They were like, so looking they, were, out for they you. were looking out for me. And so, um, ever since then I attribute my incredibly assertive personality to the fact that I was bullied yeah Yeah. see I attribute because my struggles were more in middle school and to that I attribute the fact that like I don't care like if you if I am not for you that is fine keep moving that's a you problem yeah I am that's a you problem I'm I'm generally uninterested in your opinion about me and if I'm not for you just keep on moving and like I just don't let it bother me I don't let what people think bother me you know like if I'm at live after five I'm dancing in front of the stage if I'm in my car I'm singing at the top of my lungs life is too short to not be yourself yeah or, yes. to, or to worry about what other people... And I, I mean, it's one thing if you're being mean or doing something right. criminal, right? No, if you're but doing it's worried about being yourself. yourself yeah. Like, it I doesn't told, matter what people think. I told Hartley, I spent way too much time worrying about what other people were thinking and saying about me, and it didn't even matter. They were mean to me, right? Like, I was holding back. I was scared. I was whatever. And they were still mean to me. So now I'm like, you know, as an adult, and it really... SJA, I always say, like, really put me on the path to being who I am and mm-hmm. find you and my experiences and leadership there really sealed the deal. But, you know, it, it just – it didn't pay off caring in middle school, and I realized – Middle in, school's also 
a very awkward time. I know. And we I don't talk, know anybody and, that had a good middle school experience. We were talking about this this morning, another teacher and I, like how we're always telling the kids, like, you need to know this is about as bad as it gets. Yes, like it this is. phase of life. Yeah. Like it gets better and it's got just, you know, like if you need to talk, we are here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. these are the resources at school. And But just know, like, it gets better. Middle school yeah. is just, it is. It's hard for everybody. I didn't have a great middle school experience, but, and, and I didn't even realize my freshman year, I I never was one person. At St. Thomas More, I did not have a lot of friends. I had a few friends, but I was not popular. Mm-hmm. I wasn't surrounded on the, you know, when recess, like by a whole bunch of people. I was, mm-hmm. believe it or not, uh, I was quiet <laughs> and shy and had and didn't have a lot of um, self confidence. Which I I don't want to blame anyone. I feel like like my parents they they did a great job in terms of like supporting me. It was really just, I just was very insecure. And so then I met all these best friends of mine that are in high school. And one of the things I've told them, I think I've told them this, if I haven't, I think it is those friends that stick by you through thick, thin, they know the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm -hmm. They truly love you for who you are. You do not need to apologize to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like they love, they see through all of your faults and the older you get, I think the more you appreciate that. And to me, it's about quality and not quantity. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does take a certain time. I think everybody gets to this point too, where you're like, I don't give enough. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. not sorry. That's not really my problem if you don't like me. That's a, that's also a part yeah. of boundaries too. Like, yeah. You know, and, and again, as long as you're living truthfully to, to like yourself. your values and yourself i'm not i'm not right. condoning people going out and being mean girls but like no. you know but it's, i've had to learn like you waste so much time and energy worrying mm-hmm. about something that does not matter yeah, yeah. and you can't do anything about it because you're not going to change people no um so i tell you what I would love to have both my mom and dad on here at the same time so they can vouch for the fact of how shy I was as a child. No one who knows me now who did not know me back then believes me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Lainey kind of believes me. So I was shy like upon first meeting somebody, but then within like five minutes I could be like crazy. And so I kind of feel like there's some overlap in that. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you were you shot? I was. And so I believe you because I was the same. I, I mean, if you find any of my elementary school teachers, they would tell you I was the quiet girl in class. They never heard from me, you know. Oh, yeah, that was me. Um, I was one that got in trouble for talking to my neighbor. I might have told. <laughs> it depended on who was in the class. Yeah, but I was very quiet. I had, like, my core group of friends, you know, some I am still friends with, you know, still today from elementary and middle school. But... Um, you know, I kept with my group and, um, yeah, I was pretty quiet. I wasn't a leader. That's what the kids, you know, will say stuff like that too. Oh, I bet you were like beta club president. I was like, absolutely not. I was not running for anything. I was not putting myself out there. You know, I really picked up all that confidence at St. Joseph's. So, you know, I mean, I'm obviously like a big fan of SJA, but it just really does a lot of great things for girls who, you know, if you feel held back by your, you know, the community you grew up with that almost knew you too well, all the things, it's like you get to go to SJA and just be in the space where, I mean, it's on their little, their new video that they put out this year, like where girls have 
occupy every seat at the table, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. see, and I feel like, I still feel like this to this day, and I told the students this at St. Joseph's, like Bishop Sullivan was the best place for me. So I wanted to go to a co-ed school where I could basically meet a whole bunch of new people. And mm. that was kind of what it was for me. Not yeah. that I wouldn't have been successful at St. Yeah. Joseph's, but I, I look back on my high school and I love the fact that I went to Bishop Sullivan or yeah. St. Michael's. And um, that's where Patrick and I basically became friends. Yeah, I love yeah. that. So. I know. I love where I ended up going to because obviously I'm from Shreveport. So school dynamics are a little bit different. But really everyone up there goes to public school. But they're all magnet schools. So you can choose yeah. where you go. Mm-hmm. It's not like a traditional neighborhood public school. And so I really wanted to go to Magnet High because it was kind of the more like artsy school. All my friends from dance went there. I wanted to go and like get really more involved in dance and art stuff. But my brother was a senior when I was a freshman and he went to Bird. And my parents were like, he's your ride to school. That's where you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it ended up being the best place for me. Um, like it was a very traditional high school experience, which I am really appreciative appreciative of now, because like the other school didn't even have a football team, um, and like I just had like that movie type high school experience, and it was great. I kind of miss like wearing uniforms for twelve years of my life. I didn't yeah. realize how nice that oh, was. We never had uniforms, which was. I was so jealous of people that had uniforms. Because you have to think. Because, I, well, you've probably seen the pictures. I don't know if you have, Kate. I was very, very small. And, like, when I say I was short, like, magnify that times five of what you're thinking. I have pictures of me, and I'm, like, half the size of oh. girls in my grade. And so, so I couldn't the, wear couldn't find the, the cool, cool clothes. clothes. Yeah. When everyone was wearing, like, the Hollister and the Abercrombie and stuff, like, it's, it's, I literally was wearing, like, Justice and yeah. Target. But, um... So I was always jealous of people that wore a uniform because they all had to wear the same thing. Yeah. And see, the uniform, the ease of the uniform also pays off as a parent, right? Yeah. Like the drama that we go through to get dressed for events that Hartley is just kind of now getting into of like, I hate this. I don't want to wear this. This mm. is not cute. Yeah, whatever. You have to deal with that every day. I was going to say, I don't have that as a daily struggle. It's I literally days like, like crying yeah. on my bedroom floor. Because I, feel like yeah. that, I feel like that now as an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like i don't want to like i don't i don't wear half the clothes in my closet i'm gonna have to do a little bit of a clean out honestly yeah, yeah. but then that means i have to like have other clothes it's such a good feeling though we did a clean out of uh, hartley's closet her swimwear and her pajamas and like just bags and bags so it felt so good it does feel good to you know hopefully it finds a, just... a good second life yes. but then yeah. also to make space and but it also feels good to give yourself the freedom to get rid of stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I'm practical. So it's like, like, probably we all are. So I'm like, oh, what if I need that mm-hmm. ever again? But I'm again? also a big believer in, like, a cluttered space is a cluttered yes. mind. That's yeah. how I feel. And, like, when closet. I throw stuff out, like, I feel so relieved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I like, kinda... my mental clarity. I So here's where I'm struggling with my, my latest closet, Okay. I don't know why. I buy pants and tops. Do I wear a lot of pants and tops, Lainey? <laughs> no, you wear a dress every day. I wear a dress almost every day because it is so easy. easy. When you're shopping, do you think you're trying to like manifest a new um, yes. wardrobe personality? That is accurate. Kate. And then and then you don't it's follow you through by actually. We're back. Uh, we're back. Okay. We <laughs> literally t- took a little five-minute hiatus. Yeah. Um, our, you know, brand new equipment. Just the battery went dead with no warning. 
I, it, there might have been a warning and I wasn't paying attention. Because Lainey is now part of the podcast and I don't blame her. I'm, I'm slacking on my producer duties. <laughs> uh, so we have absolutely no idea what we were talking about. I uh, uniforms. Kate, took care of a few emails. I know. We're talking about uniforms and Hartley getting ready for yeah, events and getting dressed. Yeah, getting dressed. Oh, maybe you trying to manifest um, the idea oh, yeah, of being a pants. pants. Okay, a pants person. Well, I just see people look so cute, and then yeah. I don't think I look as cute. I did buy some really, cute, and I think I can wear it this week. Really cute, like not the trash bag pants, but whatever those are called. Oh, the paper bag. Paper bag. Um, yeah. yeah, those are cute. I think uh, you look good in pants. I got you do. Yeah. Okay. But see, here's okay. You want to know what my what my real thing is? What? If you shave your legs or not? Yeah, and then I take the time to tan, tan. and I don't yeah. want my tan to go wasted. That's yeah. stupid. <laughs> no, I feel like that. Like if I shave, I'm gonna like wear a skirt or yeah. something because it doesn't get wasted okay well uh, but so I need somebody I think I'm gonna I think I know someone that can come and like tell me what I need to get rid of because sometimes you need to like hold something up and somebody go yeah, yeah that doesn't I feel look like your sister you. would be good at that yes or no no she would get rid of all my shit oh <laughs> too good Megan would yeah be like uh you need a black pair of pants and you need a top and that's it messy that's, that's all you need I do need somebody to help me go through my workout clothes, too. I, I'm starting to get an athleta That's addiction. Hard. I know mm-hmm. there, that you like to, you know, reach out to resources that are out there. And there are people in Baton Rouge who do that. Okay. You're good. <laughs> Give them a call. But you still, yes. It's But it, but what, what you're, you know what you're supposed to do? I did this. I did the Marie Kondo thing Yes. Myself. Yeah. Does Take it spark everything joy? out of your closet. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is the most overwhelming 20 that minutes is of yeah. life. But you do feel better, and you you have to have somebody there for moral support. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do that because I really don't think I've done a true, true office clean-out since COVID. Yeah. Like, COVID started. That's three years. That's a yeah. long time. And then it'll kind of get – it'll kind of inspire me. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, Lainey, well, now we don't know how long we've been yeah. talking. It was at 40-something God, before wait, it turned off. we talk about for so long? You know, this, that, and the other. Okay. Um, okay, well, uh, so I guess I'll do, like, a couple of recommendations, of course. Hold on. Oh, yes. On. I have, JK. I have, nope, I have, a, I have something exciting for you, Kate. Oh. What? No, no I was just getting excited. <laughs> so, ooh, sorry, that was loud. Sorry. Um, I should know better than that. I mean, I'm a podcast, yeah, you yeah. know, professional. So, we are going to start to put out a Louisiana Ladies Newsletter. Love it. Um, after we record this podcast, me and you are going to record social media posts real quick. Love it. And um, we're going to have a section, and it's going to be called Kate's Corner. <gasps> OMG. All of your recommendations. I love it. And I, this is, I'm thrilled. Because we're trying to market ourselves, it's going to have exclusive content that you have can only get by signing up for the newsletter. Right. Which so you can't, can't give away all oh, your okay, recommendations. Okay. Well, I will make sure to keep some. Okay. The best ones but close since, to the since best. the newsletter will be out in about a month. Go ahead. What, okay. What you got today? Well, I just want to reiterate um, last week's podcast, or well, okay, by the time this drops, two weeks ago's podcast guest, Louisiana Farm Life with the Goat's Milk cheese <laughs> hey wait i want to say i am hungry i use that bar it took me a while because it was like i kept forgetting to yeah. bring it home i'm sorry Aaron, but um your skin feels clean yeah yes. i've been using my Love eucalyptus it. one it's, a, it's oh. a weird i don't want to say it's weird but it's like i was like the soap it's like it's see so i'm so used to it because i've been using bar soap 
explicitly for a while, but whenever you transition from body wash, it does oh, feel really different. Oh, maybe that's why. Someone using body wash. Go yeah. ahead, Kate. I interrupted um, you. Too. But yeah, their um, their products as well as their already prepackaged teacher appreciation gifts. Just got to like plug a past guest because I think yes. it's such a great idea and it's what I'm going to be doing for um, Hartley's teachers. Okay. So this other one is, um, it's kind of different. It is a... <laughs> I mean, could see Melissa's face. Yes. No, I never know what's coming out of Kate's mouth. So this is a um, chef's table experience in New Orleans. It's a restaurant called Nagomi. And we went, now it's hard to even remember when we went. It's been a minute. Um... I always keep like a little running list. No, of I was ideas. looking because I think no, okay. I went to a different one. But okay. it sounded similar. Okay. Um, we went last year with well with Aubrey Dejan, um, future podcast guest. I'm gonna manifest that. And um my friend Brooke and our husbands and a couple of other couples, and you reserve the whole restaurant with your group. If I remember correctly, we had I think somewhere between twelve and sixteen of us. I can't remember. There's a, a small number that you max out you get the whole restaurant and the chef prepares um you know his choice of literally the best sushi in the whole wide world it is hard to come home and even eat your favorite sushi after you have this this is a whole other level they recommend you know sake pairings and all I mean it's just an incredible experience it books months and months out like you know, I remember we talked about it, I feel like maybe in October, November, in the fall, when I think Brett was the one who had booked it out and he was gathering couples and we didn't go until January or February. So it, you plan long term for it. It is, you know, um, a, you know, investment in an experience and in the food, right? Um, but well worth it. And so anyway, if adults out there are looking for a way to have like a fun out of the ordinary dining experience with their friends, you know, New Orleans is not far. Um, whenever we went, um, we still had our dog that was diabetic. And so we didn't stay the night. So anyway, it wasn't, you know, too difficult to drive in and do the dining experience and drive back home. But of course, other couples made a whole night of it, mm-hmm. stayed in New Orleans, mm-hmm. really enjoyed that sake pairing. Uh, some of them did. But um, <laughs> I would probably enjoy the sake pairing. Yes. yes. Um, but anyway, so uh, I'll link their social media. But true to this, like it's very, you wouldn't, um, you just hear about it from people. But they stay booked and that's what we talked to the chef after. And he was like, yeah, we do not advertise. It's literally just word of mouth. We have a lot of repeat customers who bring different groups of friends, you know, twice a Mm -hmm. year. So their social media is not overly active, but I'll post it on mine just um, for S's and G's, anybody who might be interested. Um, But anyway, like I said, just a unique dining experience. We went, and it's been, um, you know, over a year. I've kind of had it on my little list of recommendations. Like I said, I keep a running list. And what did you say the name was? Nagomi. Okay. So I did one that was very similar also in New Orleans. Now it was not, you did not book out the whole restaurant but there was very limited seating mm-hmm. and it was like, it was just around the sushi bar. Like that's mm-hmm. the only oh, seating and it's um, the same concept. Like you pay a flat fee and this chef just serves you whatever sushi that 
he decides mm-hmm. to make that day. Oh, fine. And I want to say there might have been like an upgrade available and you could have gotten like the Wagyu as the mm. main appetizer. And to be honest, it was already really expensive for <laughs> 24-year-old Lainey's budget. Yeah. So we did not do the upgrade, but uh, like it was incredible fish and it was just a really cool experience. Yeah. But yeah, that one was called that. Yonashi. Oh, okay. Oh, so, love nice. it. So a couple options. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I know it's very trendy to say this, but I'm very on board with it of, you know, looking for experience. Yes, yeah. Is, it was definitely you know? an experience and it was really fun. Yes. So um, I love that. We also, I mentioned it before, we went last week to the Price is Right Live. And boy, if that comes back to Baton Rouge, I mean, do people I need to go? I about it. I would love to go. Ross gifted that to me and Hartley it at, for, was it, um, it was at the River Center. <gasps> and they had two shows last Thursday. It was one of our Christmas Wait, gifts. Okay, were they recording it for TV? No. So oh, it's, it's, it's like the, the live show. So it's it is affiliated with the TV show, so you get to all the elements are there. Um, but it wasn't like Drew Carey and um, recorded for TV. But it was I kind of had my doubts as did Hartley because kids are different today. When she's homesick from school, she can stream whatever TV show she right. wants to watch. Right. I I'm had like, to wait till 11 a.m. right to watch the prices. Right. We had to, I'm like yeah. I'm barely familiar with that, so I was wondering Hartley's. Take yeah. on it. Yeah. So she well, was very. See, we were. We had to slum it. Yeah. Okay. We, we grew up watching it. Loved it. In Hartley. The snow barefoot. <laughs> in Louisiana. In Louisiana. <laughs> uphill. In the middle ways. of a hurricane. Um. But yeah. So she had no idea. But as soon as the games started, oh, she was like cheering. She was screaming out numbers. Like she oh, was into it, and so were we. We had so much fun. I was so nervous that they were going to call me. And if they called, I was going to be embarrassed. I would but. be so nervous that I would be wrong yes no and and that's what you watch the first yeah. group get up and watch because they they did it a little differently but they call up four people at a time and only one would make it to the stage and the other would go other three would go sit whereas uh, on the tv show they would stay uh, but to maximize the amount of people there were two thousand people they wanted to you know allow as many people to participate you watch the first group win of- real prizes yes did they give away a car um a car was on the table twice, and but both times they didn't win. But um, we did watch on. people win trips to Ireland and um, like Montreal, real? and yeah. So you, oh, yeah, you win if you guess the closest number, but you can't go over it. Isn't well, it depends rules? on the game and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. there are and different then, games. So to so in the real like I don't know if this is how they did it, but like on the TV show, you got like four people. Mm-hmm. They're go, they're guessing a price on something, but they can't go over it. The mm-hmm. person uh-huh. closest then Without goes up on stage, yeah. and then they play one of the games. Mm-hmm. And so then that game uh, has different. Okay. That has okay. the like bigger Plinko, prizes. Yes, yes. And I know they had Plinko. I mean, that's you stick. That's kind yeah. of just a game of luck. Yeah, you know, um, or like oh man, I love it when they spin the wheel. I mean, yeah, they had the wheel. Whenever we were home from summer my sister and I used to have mm-hmm. the whole lineup you know like yeah. I think at 10 a.m. I think we actually might have watched The View yeah we when I, did. I was a kid I did we I might watched have the watched view. The View mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell was on at uh-huh. some particular yep. point Price is Right I don't remember we watched that one but I mean we, we yes. had the entire lineup and that's what we did the butler girls so did as well and, and then we watched commercials there yes. these, there's mm-hmm. these things between yes. between okay <laughs> Netflix didn't really come out until I was like maybe middle but high school so I grew up with cable. <laughs> I honestly might go back to cable because I find that I get overwhelmed the by the options. Like it, it, like somebody suggested a show on Instagram, but it's on this like 
app called like Freebie or Freebull or something. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, then you got to guess what I know. you go pay got for it, another, another app. service. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Ted Lasso. Yes. Have we, we've talked about Okay, Ted Lasso. which yes. I, I was going to tell you, I started Ted Lasso. Yeah. I wait, love it. What do you think? Yeah, Isn't I mean, it on Apple? It's literally, yeah. Yes. Like, I don't have that. So, yeah. so no, we literally. We cancel our Apple subscription whenever Ted Lasso is not on. Yeah. And then we repurchased it. Okay. It's easy to do on our yeah. phones and stuff yeah. like that. But we're also watching the show Shrinking. Oh, okay. I'm, I was considering same picking producer. that up. Same do producer. You like it? <laughs> Love it. Okay. So, I mean, I can't go. I'm like, every time I watch Ted Lasso, there is a, there is a literal life lesson. And I think that we, I think somebody, this probably already exists, but I wanted to post on Facebook last week and I was like, this is so not, out, not my character. Be like Ted. Yeah. I can't remember if it was Bill or Andy. And not that I get them mixed up. I just can't remember who posted it. But one of them posted on LinkedIn, like a Ted Lasso quote or something like yeah, that. Yeah, be like and, Ted. And you um, shared it. And I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. it did? Or, or you liked it, maybe. Maybe you liked it. Did I like it and comment on it? Was I drinking wine? That's. I mean, I <laughs> told Lainey, that's when you know I start sharing stories on Instagram at 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> one glass of wine. And I'm like, I'm a social media expert. Love it. So anyway, okay. So we are... Um, always uh over time and yeah. we hope that what we talked about before recorded yeah. i uh, sure hope so i'll double check whenever we get off so yeah. fun catching up with you girls <laughs> yes i always love these always episodes. look inside look, looking forward to what's to come we've got guests upon guests upon guests catch yes. up episodes yeah. summer vacations the party the newsletter yes the, the newsletter. newsletter we have already we have already booked a location for our party Ooh. we are not gonna just i was there this it. weekend and confirmed teaser so. teaser we got a date and we have a location Yay. and it's going to be fabulous so uh, we're it. looking forward to that we're gonna be on the ball this year sharpay have been said fabulous yes simple request and then i'm gonna be i mean eventually <laughs> melissa might have to step aside from louisiana ladies because i'm gonna be on my public speaking tour yeah there you go and kate and laney will have and to we carry will, it yeah when you're out speaking we'll carry the torch and pass it right back when you're home all right guys well hope everyone has a great week thanks for tuning in bye, bye.